This episode was recorded before we realised we had ADHD. We've left our old episodes up as we now recognise our struggles and helpful tips were all ADHD related and we hope that they can help you too. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Just please be aware we won't specifically mention ADHD. Welcome to A Dopamine Kit, your weekly dose of positivity. We're your hosts, Sparky and Shell. Join us each week as we help change your habits, tackle fears and challenge your mindset. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 23 of A Dopamine Kick. Today, we're going to be discussing all things bad habits and how we go about breaking them. Can't wait to talk about this topic because we have so many bad habits, as we discussed before, and breaking bad habits is a great topic to talk about. And it kind of reminds me of that film, you know, Breaking Bad. So, you know, it's all it all fits in nicely into a nice, neat little bow <laughs> for me anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I just go off topic sometimes sometimes all the time time. (laughs) so last week we set you a challenge a hundred day habit challenge shall i want to know did you start it have you ticked off your days how's it going i need to know so i i have but um obviously we record these episodes slightly in advance so since since that episode uh went out and we agreed to do the challenge it has only been four days um, so, so far, there has been a strong start. I have done two litres a day for the last four days. Um, I found myself slightly cheating at work, though. So I'm going to run this mm. past you and see if you think this is OK. So okay. We, we have quite a regular tea run going at the moment at work where we all sort of make each other cups of tea. And I do yeah. drink decaf, so it's not caffeinated tea. But I found that trying to drink two litres of water on top of four or five cups of tea in a day um, was actually making me feel quite sick. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've had to scale it back. So so now I, I, I don't count any drink with caffeine in. Um, that doesn't come out of my water requirement. But if, if, it's, okay. if it's a drink without caffeine in, then I'll, I'll, I'll maybe just drink slightly less to compensate for that. Do you think that's okay? Yeah, I think this is really good because we were saying before, you don't have to be perfect. And if you continue doing things that aren't working for you, you're not going to stick to them. So I think it's great if people are listening that if you feel that you've started something and it's not going so well or you're pushing yourself a bit too much, it's okay to change the bar, bring it back down again. I think that's great. You could have just gave up. You could have thrown the towel in and you could have just went, oh, I'm just going to go back to my bad habits. So it's good that you've noticed and you've started changing it. And I think that's a great way to deal with changing and creating new habits. Yeah. So how about you? Have you been getting outside, going for your walks? I have. I've been walking quite a bit I've visited a few places I find that if I have something planned I'm more likely to do it because I did say I wanted to just go for a walk around the park but I mean I've lived here now for like quite a long time and it's just such it's so the same that I just can't get motivated to go to the park because I already know what it's like so yeah I found that you know, trying to do different things or if I need something from the shop instead of actually getting in my car and going to Morrison's, just walking around the corner shop and picking up what I need, even though I don't have everything that I need. So that that creates its own problem. But Morrison's isn't even that far. So I might try. I might try and walk it one day. I was going to say, isn't it like a three minute walk to Morrison's? No, no, that is an understatement. It's not three (laughs) minutes. It's more like 33 minutes. 
Oh, right. Okay. Oh, yeah, I suppose. It, yeah, it's a couple of minutes drive, isn't it? I've just got to say this, right? What about my bags? I am shopping. That's, you know, I don't want to be like breaking my back. <laughs> take 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 a little uh, little shopping trolley. Oh, yeah. I'm sure my nan's got something <laughs> you can borrow. Come on. I'm not that old yet. <laughs> I might be getting grey hair, but I'm not that old. <laughs> Do you know she makes me use one when I go shopping with no. her? She makes me carry a shopping trolley. Really? Do you actually do Yeah. It? I do, yeah, because it's not worth the grief if I don't if I turn up without it. <laughs> You're like rolling along. <laughs> yeah. Keep rolling, rolling. Well, I've 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 managed to convince her now that it's not sensible for us to both have one because I can't carry both. So we'll, we both just share hers. And then I feel like it's not too bad because people see me pulling it. But then obviously she's like 80 and beside me. So they think, oh, she's carrying an Anne shopping trolley. Um, but yeah, but they don't. what they don't realise is it's actually my shopping trolley. Do you know what you need to do? You need to put Portia in it. <laughs> For those that don't know, that's Shell's dog, Portia. She's a tiny little Pomeranian. She'd fit perfectly in there. She would. So she's she's just over a kilo. So she's about the size of a, a bag of sugar. She is pretty tiny. She'd get lost. It's massive. Yeah, but I mean, at least she she'd have an excuse. Like, you don't have any excuse to... I mean, I know your nan wants you to push this trolley shell, but you don't have any excuse. <laughs> I don't, I don't use it if she's not with me. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> I mean, you're already making jam and I'm already doing plants. I mean, come on, we're already on I know, our way there, it's getting aren't old we? now, aren't we? <laughs> the worst is one time I, I, I took, because I, I try and take a shop in every other week, um, or at least I, I did before the pandemic, and um, I met up with a friend immediately afterwards. So I hadn't, I hadn't been home. I hadn't been back to the, the car. <laughs> so I still have my shopping trolley. <laughs> <laughs> and we went for lunch and I had to take, so we went for lunch in um, Birmingham's um, train station. It's like, um, it's really posh. There's lots of like restaurants and stuff in there, Grand Central. So I was carrying this little old lady trolley through Grand Central. It's just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> Keep apologising. I'm so sorry. Did they not ask like why you carry Yeah, he was like, um, that's a, a strong look. <laughs> That's amazing. That's absolutely <laughs> incredible. I love it. You should. I'm. I'm sure you've gone viral somewhere on TikTok. I'm, yeah, probably. One day, it's just going to come sneakily up. filming me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, let's let's get back to the episode. So, guys, if you haven't already, please, please, please subscribe and make sure you stick around to the end for our little kicker this week. So today we're going to be discussing all about bad habits and how to break them. So what is a bad habit? We need to define it, don't we, actually? So we've discussed some of our bad habits in the last episode. But what we mean by bad habits is things really that are, are a bit destructive or get in the way of you living a good life. Um, some of these bad habits may even make you miserable in the long term and can really affect your quality of life. So things such as checking your email every two minutes when you don't need to, snacking on junk food late at night, scrolling on your phone when you know you should be working, uh, eating junk food as such as takeaway, ordering constant takeaways all the time when you know you should be eating healthy. We've all got bad habits and bad habits are 
on autopilot, aren't they? We do them and sometimes we don't even realise that we're doing them. So that's really what we mean when we're defining bad habits, things that you don't really want to do long term, but you're doing them anyway. And I'm sure you've got loads of bad habits yourself that you know that you do. So that's why it's really important to break those habits. So on to the science part for today. And uh, we've got something a little bit different for you this time. So it's, it is a study, which I'll put in the show notes. Uh, but they've also made um, a little infographic of the study as well, which just breaks it down, makes it a bit easier to read. But the study is basically looking at uh, sedentary smartphone owners um, and whether actually using technology on your smartphone can be a way to break uh, bad habits. So it's things like using um, behavior modification games to change Um, how cues are received, changing cues in the first place, intermittent rewards and feedback. And it's just really interesting, really. It's a preliminary study, again, released in 2013. So hopefully, if they got funding, we should be looking at getting the, the actual study sometime soon. Just poses an interesting question, really, about whether or not we could be using our smartphones in a better, sort of more healthy way. Um, and I think it's something that has gradually started to creep into our society anyway, hasn't it? Like you've got most phones now have like uh, step trackers on them. You can track the food that you're eating, you can log your exercise, you can join groups of people logging their exercise as well. I think as much as we seem to always be anti-technology, we, we definitely aren't. And there's definitely a time and a place when it can do great good. Yeah, there are things about technology that are really, really good um, for people that have got long term chronic illnesses or technology that they need to rely on, then technology can be used in a really good and positive way. And I think that's basically what it's trying to say, isn't it? That technology has got its place and it's time. Is that what it's trying to say? Am I or am I going off topic? There? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sort of what it's trying to say. (laughs) So how do you improve? How do you get better habits? How do you break those bad habits? How do you deal with them? The first question is to focus on why. Why is changing this habit important to you? And I read a really great book a few years ago and it's called What Is Your Why? And it's all about setting up a business and it goes into what is your why and why you're doing it. And when we started this podcast, we talked all about our why, why we were doing it. And you need a why for why you're doing it because that why inspires you to carry on. So why am I, why do I want to change this? Maybe, for example, If you want to get healthier and you want to get a good body and you want to maintain that, then the bad habit might actually be that you're overeating, you're ordering the junk food, you're getting takeaways. So the two things on the surface may look totally different, but it's the why you're doing it, why you want to change it. I mean, if you like eating junk food and you don't want to lose weight, that might not be for you, but that's a common bad habit that people have, which is why I'm mentioning it. So what you need to do is you need to focus on your why and then you need to remind yourself every day that you're doing why you're doing it. So, for example, why it is you're not ordering the takeaway, why it is that you're exercising because your body needs to stay strong and that you can go and play with your grandkids or children. And, you know, it just gives you that motivation. And we will be talking a little bit more about motivation and willpower later, but it just gives you that kickstart. It gives you that reason to actually start. Sort of sounding a little bit like a smart goal, Sparky. Oh, shall you need to give up on these smart goals. <laughs> I actually said, didn't I, that I I, I actually said I, I was actually enjoying smart goals, but 
You know when someone's keeps going on about them like, oh, oh, smart girl, oh, smart girl. I, I hate them, I hate them. <laughs> Even though I know, like we were talking in the last episode, wasn't we, about smart goals and, and um, habits and things. They are actually smart goals, really. It's just put in a different context and slightly different. So I do agree with you. I am agreeing with you that smart goals are amazing and they give you specific targets and all that jazz. And I think it's great. It's just that I, I don't really know why I hate the word smart. I hate the word smartphone. I hate the word smart meter. <laughs> I hate the word smart motorway. I hate the word smart. Just when you put a smart in front of it, makes it sound like it's some magical thing, doesn't it? But it's not. <laughs> That's a really random dislike to have. I agree with the principle, I just don't like the word. <laughs> I think we should change it to our own smart goal meaning. I'm going to have a look around and I'm going to come up with something better than smart goals because I think that I'll probably like them a bit more. Okay, then. okay. I'll be interested to uh, to hear this when this comes out. Another thing that you can do to look at breaking your bad habits is to find and identify your triggers. So there will be something that triggers the behavior. So you want to be looking at when the behavior occurs, is anyone else involved? How do you feel when it happens? Just to give you a clue as to what's starting this cycle off in the first place. So a couple of mine, um, I will, when I'm bored, I'll scroll social media. If I'm busy, <laughs> if I'm engaged, if I'm, you know, hanging out, chatting with friends, I, I pretty much won't pick up my phone at all. Um, so being sort of bored at home, not much to do, that's a definite trigger for me to to slip into bad habits. Um, if I've got um, sort of the end of the day when I'm suffering from decision fatigue, I will make poor life choices. So I try, <laughs> I try and avoid having any big decisions at the end of the day, but <laughs> I do usually end up having to decide at least what to eat. Um, yeah. And is that where you make all your decisions at the end of the day? Because you seem to make such a lot of poor choices. I know so many bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I know what the trigger is. So your trigger um, is what then? The end of the day? Yeah, just decision fatigue it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be the end of the day. That's just when it's worse. But yeah, if I make if I make decisions after I've made a lot of big decisions, they they, they definitely tend to be poorer ones. And I'll definitely tend to do things like uh, reach for junk food and takeaways rather than cook something healthy yeah and then uh, another one that I thought about is um about bedtimes so if I am just having a normal evening and the tv isn't on I will usually end up in bed at a reasonable time I mean occasionally I'll spiral into a, a rabbit hole of endless research as, as we've <laughs> discussed but but otherwise I tend to end up in bed in a reasonable time if I start watching some sort of show on netflix that's that's it i end up that's it you're done yeah that's it that's yeah. me going to bed at like two three o'clock in the morning spiral that's so like me as well knowing i'm gonna regret <laughs> it the next day <laughs> that's what i was saying i was saying do you remember last week i was saying that's exactly what i do i know i'm gonna regret it but i can't stop myself um yeah and it's just it's so funny to me that we know like we know don't we when we're doing things for example, like we know when we're going to eat that pizza or we're going to eat that McDonald's or whatever junk food we're ordering, we know that it's not good for us. But we try to justify it to ourselves, like, oh, it's just just tonight and then tomorrow I'll, I'll stop. Or, I'll be different. Yeah. I'll only watch one more episode. And then the end of that episode, something dramatic happens or something amazing. Oh, just just one more and then I'll go to bed. But we all know we're doing it. Yeah. But it's hard to stop. And because it is so hard to stop. Um, what you want to be doing is when you find your trigger, 
is stop the trigger because that's much easier to stop than when you're already in the cycle. So, um, you know, keeping myself busy um, yeah. is a way to stop me scrolling on social media. Planning what I'm going to eat in advance means I don't have to decide at the end of the day um, and not watching things on Netflix. <laughs> We all do it. Reasonable time. (laughs) The thing is, with bad habits, they are like we said before. They start. They become sort of like a a subconscious sort of habit because we're doing them over and over and over again, and then we don't realise that we're doing it. So, like Shell said, it's great to start with the trigger. So, the trigger of smelling the food, the trigger of going hunger is one of the biggest triggers for junk food because. When you're hungry, and I don't know, you probably do this as well, Charlotte, and a, a lot of people who are listening probably do as well. When you go to the supermarket when you're hungry, you end up buying like the whole store because yeah. you're so hungry that you're just, you just want all of the food. Whereas if you go when you're really full, you make, you make better decisions. Like, so you make poorer decisions when you're hungry. And it's the same. It's the same situation for any bad habit. You're making poor decisions along the way. So when you're in, when you're ordering the food, it's because you're hungry. So if your trigger is hunger, try to fill yourself up, try to plan your meals, try to eat things that are filling, that are lowering calories, all of that sort of stuff. We're not dietitians, obviously, but, um, that's a good place to start. So one of the, one of the, one of the biggest bad habits that I have is telling myself that I'm this kind of person. So I'll say to myself, Oh, I'm just the kind of person that does this or I, I'm, I'm the kind of person that does that. And you'll, you'll notice talking a lot in this podcast that I say all of these different things constantly, but that's a bad habit as well because I'm telling myself that I'm a type of person. So what I'm doing is I'm reaffirming to myself that this is how I'm going to behave. So those things you need to look quite deep into yourself to find those habits and find what the trigger is for that. I mean, obviously on the podcast, we have a joke and a laugh about it all the time. And that's basically why I'm doing it. But what is the trigger for those things? So look at your triggers and find out what they are. So the next thing that we've got for you is rather than removing your bad habit completely, because that can be really difficult to do, is try to replace it with something that's not quite as bad Um, And what you're doing with that is you're still going to be getting a lot of the dopamine rushes associated with the habit. And it's a way of weaning yourself off gently rather than just suddenly going cold turkey. That's a great way to to describe that weaning yourself off from it, because a lot of people think they can just, you know, go go cold turkey, you know, white knuckle it through. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But that's why a lot of people do end up failing and going back into the old habit. And I've got a great example for this. I used to have seven sugars in my tea. So growing up, <laughs> I used to... Seven? Seven. But I got to a stage show where I just used to tip it. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I didn't even used to measure it out because it was so time consuming measuring seven cups, seven spoons of sugar into my tea. But literally, I got to a point. It's been like syrup, tea syrup. I know, but I got used to it. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like the habit just got worse and worse and worse the longer it continued. I mean, I used to line. You know, when you have like cereal, I used to line the bowl with sugar before I put the cornflakes in and then put sugar on top as well. So when I put my spoon in, I could get the sugar from the bottom of the bowl. It was awful. Wow. So I had this massive habit of 
overeating sugar and liking really, really sweet things. And like I said, I got to a stage where I just used to tip the sugar into my tea. I didn't even care anymore. Now, if I have one grain of sugar in my tea or coffee, in my tea or coffee, I can't drink it. And the way that I did that was doing what you said, weaning yourself off it. If I had just said to myself, Oh, that's it. I'm not going to have sugar again tomorrow. There was no way that would have ever worked for me. So what I actually did was I went back to starting to count them because that was better than just tipping it. Then when I did that, I did six and a half. Then I did six. You get the drift. I went down um, until I was fine having two, which is obviously a normal, you know, yeah. a normal level of sugar for most people in there, in <laughs> their beverages. And then one and a half and sometimes I'd go back to two so I'd have like two one day then one and a half another day then two and just slowly weaned myself off and to the point where now I don't I just I just don't care for sugar in any of my drinks anymore and it it's great and I think that you know that's that's what you want to get to isn't it so some other examples are if you want to give up coffee, have less of it, replace it with something else, maybe start having teas. So instead of just going like, I'm not going to have coffee again, full disclosure, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a cup of coffee in your morning routine or if you like it. But if you're having too much of it and you are having it every day all the time, maybe switch the occasional coffee to have a tea and you'll start realising that you're relying on it less and less and less. So great way to actually start changing your bad habits and then the final thing that we've got for you is to stop black and white thinking um this is something that i definitely fall victim to time and time again um which is where it's got to be all or nothing so i'm you know trying really hard to give up on something or to succeed at something yeah and then one little slip up and i'm like oh well that's it it's all it's done now i might as well not bother um (laughs) so you need to you need to get out of that mindset you will fail it, and that isn't an excuse to to stop completely. It took time to build the habit in the first place and it is going to take time to break it. And I think if you're aware of that beforehand and you can catch yourself when you start to get into that, oh, I'll just, I just won't bother mentality, um, then it's easier to sort of talk yourself back down. Um, but that is a hard one. That is yeah. definitely a weakness of mine. I think that's probably one of the things that a lot of people struggle with the most, isn't it? This all or nothing mindset of if if it doesn't go well, if it doesn't go right, then that's it. I might as well give up on it. But even if it's not perfect, do something that's slightly better. You can do things that are slightly better. For example, I really love um, Starbucks Um coffee and I used to go and have like uh, vanilla oat lattes and all this sort of stuff right I started to realize that they're actually really high in calories so I just have less of it so I just say to whoever was working at the desk like can I just have like less caramel shots or can I just have like it made this way so that it's not as many calories like that was that was my compromise for me um and you can make compromises too do the next best thing if you want a pizza instead of ordering it from the takeaway make your own or go to the store and buy like a fresh pizza or something like that that is going to get you out of this all or nothing mindset and I think like Shell said you will fail. Not everything's going to be perfect, but it's about making those choices and making those decisions and saying to yourself, okay, so I didn't Mm -hmm. do as well as I could have done on this particular thing this day. I'll try again tomorrow. And if I don't do it again tomorrow, I'll make a better decision. It doesn't have to be the perfect decision, just a slightly better one. 
Cool. Well, I hope that was really helpful for everyone. That's all we've got time for today. We've just uh, got our little kicker. Um, and we thought as everyone's still in the middle of their 100 day challenge, uh, we wouldn't set you anything too heavy this week. We'll just leave <laughs> you with a quote. Um, so it's from one of my faves, Warren Buffett. Um, and his quote is, bad habits are like chains that are too light to feel until they're too heavy to carry. Wow. All right, that's everything this week, guys. But if you want to carry on with the conversation, join us over on our social media platforms. We're on all the major channels and our handle is at a dopamine kick. We'd also be super grateful if you could leave us a review on the podcast wherever you're listening as it helps us to grow our audience and help more people. Okay, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.